According to reports, the Green Bay Packers are negotiating with one of the top special teams coaches available. We are in L.A. all week for the Super Bowl on Locked on Packers. You are locked on Packers. I feel like we can run the table. Your daily Green Bay Packers podcast. Rodgers gets out. Part of the Locked on Podcast Network. Your team every day. Touchdown! You are locked on Packers, part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. I'm Peter Bukowski, and I cover the Packers for The Leap, a newsletter I would love for you to subscribe to. You can follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter at Locked On Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked On Packers, the number one Packers podcast on the internet, and the show for fans who know what happened, they want to know why and how. Tom Silverstein from the Milwaukee Journal Sentinel and Packers News reported over the weekend that the Packers are in negotiations with Oakland Raiders, no, Las Vegas Raiders. I'm going to call them Oakland forever. Uh, interim head coach and former special teams coach, Rich Pisaccia. And this would be a pretty momentous hire, to say the least. The, the reason where we are right now is important, though is if you go back to 2019, when the Packers put this staff together, when Matt LaFleur put his staff together, the Packers were interested in hiring Darren Rizzi, who had been a special teams stalwart. And it's hard to say all-star because we're still talking about special teams, but John Harbaugh got a head coaching job off being a special teams coach. And guess what? He led the Ravens to a Super Bowl. Rich was a beloved beloved coach in Las Vegas. And so this would be a big deal. This is also another moment where the Packers have had to find someone new. 2019, with Darren Rizzi, the reports are that they didn't want to open up the wallet. And we don't know fully what the situation was around that. There, there has been a lot of speculation and conjecture around what happened there and, and thoughts that it all oh, wasn't just the money. There could have been these other extenuating circumstances. He didn't want to be in Green Bay. He wanted to be somewhere warm. We don't, we don't know. It doesn't matter. The perception is that Green Bay cheaped out. That's the perception of how that was handled. And that's all that matters is the perception. So when you see the report from Tom Silverstein that they're going to have to pay up and they may be willing to do it, that's a big deal because it would reflect a change, we think, in their handling of the situation. They hired Sean Menenga, they fired Sean Menenga, and then hired from within. That is another move that could have been read if one were so inclined as going the cheap route. Hiring from within rather than going out and paying up for a top-level special teams coach. Saying, oh no, we're fine with what we have. Well, it turned out they were not fine with what they had. This was one of the, the worst special teams Playoff games of recent memory. This was the worst special teams group in the league. We don't have to go back through all of the lists and say, okay, this is how bad this team was. We know they were so bad their coach got fired again. 
And so for the Packers, if if this is the guy that you want, and again, this is just the, the reported situation per Tom Silverstein, and Tom Silverstein has been all over the reporting of this situation. When he reports something, you should be standing up and taking notice of what he's reporting. He's not reporting it if it's not rock solid. So that means that Green Bay has interest. Basaccia has interest. They're going to try and figure this out, but it's going to cost money because he was an interim coach who was given the opportunity to interview for the head coach for the Raiders, a job that ultimately went to Josh McDaniels. Well, the players loved him, loved, loved, loved him. They were, according to what we're hearing from Las Vegas, the players were mad that Bisaccia was not given a better chance or any chance to be the next head coach, to be the legitimate head coach. Now, this, this is often something that happens with interim head coaches. You, you have a bad situation. What, what John Gruden put this team through, uh, it was, I'm sure, mentally taxing for all those players, emotionally draining for all those players. And they, th- th- this is a beloved coach. And when you fire someone in season, you might fall in love with the backup just because he's not the old guy. And it seems like uh, maybe there's some of that here, but he he has long been a respected, trusted coach. The Raiders had other guys on that staff with head coaching experience that they could have elevated. Instead, they elevated Rich. And so he right now has the leverage to say, you cheaped out once, you cheaped out twice. If you want me to give up the chance to interview for other head coaching jobs, because he may he may get those opportunities. There are still open vacancies, and who knows? No one seems to want this Houston job. He might be the twelfth choice, but he might be the choice. Then you better pay up. And how about an assistant head coach title, something like that? Remember, there's no salary cap on on coaching. They could pay him whatever they wanted. They could pay him college money. College coaches make so much money; it's crazy. And he has every right to ask for it because he has all the leverage knowing that the special teams just cost the Packers a playoff trip and that they have this history of not wanting or a perception. That's the thing. It doesn't even need to be real. There is a perception of what happened the last time. That's enough. That's enough. It it is also worth noting here. That Tom Silverstein added on Sunday that if it doesn't work out with Rich Basaccia, that former Ravens special team coach Jerry Rossberg, who had retired in 2019, is itching to get back in the game. These coaches, this is all they do. They, they eat, live, breathe football. And they walk away and a lot of them go, now what do I do? Now what do I do with my life? I have no idea. Well, they get back into the coaching game. And it, it, it is interesting that this is also coming from Spoon. That, that he is the guy reporting all of this. Is it leverage from the Packers side? Maybe. But the, either either guy would certainly be 
in just in terms of the perception, enormous, enormous boosts. They would bring a respect level that Green Bay did not have. And a culture change, a proven culture change. I don't think anyone should pretend to have a silver bullet here when it comes to the special teams. But having a proven coach, I think, would certainly go a long way in at least providing the start, the start to something in terms of trying to get this special teams back on track. Today's episode is brought to you by Built Bar. This is the time of year that I know if you're like me, you you might have given up on some of your New Year's resolutions, but I have still done the eating healthy thing as best I can, especially snacks. Healthy snacks, it is such an easy place to replace the bad stuff in your diet. If you keep a food journal, have you ever food journaled? It, it can be ugly because you realize, oh, I just, I'm just like eating stuff. And sometimes I'm just eating stuff to eat it because it's there. Well, if you're going to have a healthy snack, if you're going to have a snack of any kind, why not have it be healthy? And why not have it taste delicious? That's what Built Bar is. Built Bar puffs. I got the puffs with the chocolate and the coconut. Oh my goodness. It is protein infused marshmallow. I mean, this is space stuff, guys. We're living in Back to the Future. That's wild. Covered in 100% chocolate and yet tastes delicious, high in protein, high in fiber, low in net carbs, low in sugar, low in calories. What more can you ask for in a food? Right now, go to built.com and use promo code LOCKS15 for 15% off at built.com. We got multiple Aaron Rodgers reports over the weekend. Additions to the... um, the, the original report from Ian Rappaport that Rodgers stayed and, and was working with uh, Packers management on the plan, so to speak. Jeremy Fowler from ESPN added that um, they, they agree on the core players, that they are in lockstep on the way forward for this team. Presumably that means guys like Devondre Campbell. Russell Douglas, Devontae Adams. Now, the the question is, Russ Ball, what can he do? Well, we also heard from Mark Murphy, who named everyone in that front office, Brian Gutekinds, Russ Ball, Matt LaFleur, Mark Murphy, that they want Aaron Rodgers back. That they want Aaron Rodgers back. There's also a report. They don't plan to trade Aaron Rodgers. Yes, duh. No no team at this point in, in the offseason is going to leak that their coach wants their player traded or something like that. They're not going to they're not going to do that. They're going to say they're going to insist we're not trading him. We're not trading him. We're not trading him. We're not trading him. That's going to be the insistence. Meanwhile, you get this report from Ian Rappaport who's like Russell Wilson like he, he might could want to get traded. This is not happening this year. That stuff is not trickling out the same way. Remember remember what happened last April. Remember after the Schefter bombshell, regardless of what you think of that report, he was not the only one that went on to say, I don't think he will ever play in Green Bay. Sources say he will never play in Green Bay. And we're talking about powerful, hooked in reporters saying, I'm being told, Jay Glazer, I'm being told he's never going to play in Green Bay again. Rob Domofsky, I'm being told he's never going to play in Green Bay again. 
Ty Dunn, I'm being told he's never going to play in Green Bay again. People with real connections, with real relationships, getting what, what we assumed was good information that Aaron Rodgers had no plans of coming back. And maybe when those reports were happening, he did. He had no plans to come back and ultimately decided to come back. That's not happening right now. We're not getting that stuff. Now, there's conjecture. You know, you, you may have noticed that there's some some uh, stuff from people in media markets that might want Aaron Rodgers. You know, there was the report from Tennessee. There, you're going to hear stuff from, from Denver. It's all going to be leaked out there. And, and look, Aaron Rodgers' agent, Dave Dunn is not doing his job if he's not trying to figure out what a trade could look like. Who is willing to give up stuff? Who is willing to give up? And what does that trade package look like? Is anyone willing to give the Packers the godfather offer that they are seeking? Because there is a number. There is a number. There's a number of picks and players that would get Green Bay to go, yeah, good luck. I mean, there is a number. But it's a big number. And so... If you're if you're the agent, you got to find that sweet spot, figure out what it is, and is it reasonable? And then you have to communicate with your client, and you also need to know what he wants to do, because if Aaron Rodgers wants to come back, we have no reason right now, right this minute, we have no reason to believe he doesn't. Everything that he has said publicly says he's coming back. Everything we have heard and reported from what is going on behind the scenes suggests he's coming back. Now, what does back look like, and with whom? Questions we still need to get answered. So far, so far, we're status quo on this. We're status quo on this. I wish, you know, I, I wish I could come on and say that there's all sorts of new groundbreaking stuff and information. There's not. There's not. Right now, we should be operating under the assumption he will be back until we have new information that says he will not be back. The Packers have said, Matt LaFleur said, Rodgers is our guy. Mark Murphy has said, Rodgers is our guy. And Rodgers has said, I'm going to take some time and, you know, all that stuff. But so far, the reports are, yes, he took the time. Yes, they've gone over what the plan is and they agree on the plan. That is no small thing, but it's certainly not a salacious detail. It's certainly not something that I can, you know, put at the top of this podcast and name it. You know, Aaron Rodgers does this thing. And all of a sudden, it's going to get you know thousands of clicks just because it's not that kind of nugget. It's not that kind of tidbit, and that's that's fine. You know, I would I would prefer not to have uh, an off season this off season the way that we had last off season. That would be pretty easily, pretty comfortably my preference on that. Right now, the assumption should be Aaron Rodgers is coming back. And when that changes, if that changes, then let's talk about it. But I, I think you're you're seeing something happen. And number one, it is fun to project. And you're seeing, um, you know, th these these um, numbers being thrown out there. You know, bookmakers are creating odds for for who the next Broncos quarterback is going to be, and Rodgers is the favorite. And it's like, well, part of that is 
we just don't know. Like, what is the future of Teddy Bridgewater? What is the future of Drew Locke? It's just easier to put a star's name out there and put him at the top of the odds and, and you know, sucker people into giving up minus odds for Aaron Rodgers to be the next quarterback. Like, that's dumb. Don't do that. Don't waste your money on that, please. It, it lends itself to speculation and conjecture and headline seeking. And, oh, I heard from, from you know, the, the stuff that we got last year, the Facebook post about the cleaning service or the country club dues, that kind of stuff. And, I, you know, I, 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 I love that I see so many Packer fans on Twitter going, wait, I don't want to hear. No, no, don't report anything unless you're reporting on what his country club dues are. No, no, I need to know who's cleaning his house. That There are enough of you smart ones out there. My guess is most of you listen to this show that are going, this is all just silly. It is. It is. And we're going to have the combine soon. And that is agent Mecca. I mean, the Super Bowl is agent Super Bowl. But then like the combine is really agent Super Bowl because that's when all the tampering starts. That's when all the deals are cut. Um, and I think you'll you'll really will come out of that with an understanding of who's really in this race, who's making the push. We know Denver is pushing hard. Doesn't seem like Vegas is pushing hard. Doesn't seem like a team like the Tennessee Titans, who could have been a dark horse, is going to move heaven and earth to get Rodgers. If it's just the Broncos, that might actually hurt the Broncos because they're not going to feel incentivized to up their offer. And they're going to go, well, what are we, what are we arguing about? No one else is, is pushing their chips in. We're going to know coming out of the combine who the teams are, what the price could be. And I I don't think Aaron Rodgers should make a decision if he if he really isn't sure if he wants to come back. And maybe he is. Maybe he's 80% sure, 85% sure. He doesn't have to do anything right now. Why does he have to do why does he have to make any decisions right now? See what the Packers can do to shed money. See what the offers are going to be like. See what the options are. It's it's essentially like a new free agency, but it's a behind-the-scenes free agency. Okay, who's going to pony up? What does that team look like? If the Broncos have to give up Jerry Judy and Pat Sertan, is that a better team than the current team that you have, even with a coach that you love? Have to have to make a decision on that. So he does, there's no reason for him to 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 push up his decision? Why? For what? He can decide when he has all the information. And and the Packers, by the way, should want to get all the information. They should want to know what all the offers are going to look like. Because then you can make the most informed decision. Because it's, it is as simple as, does this team, is the best path forward for them, Aaron Rodgers for indeterminate and we don't know what a what a contract restructure looks like that's something that, that you have to think that they're at least talking about the the basic plans of so okay if you are this then that means x y and z for the team you those conversations have to be taking place because how else do you even gauge who can be on the team and then the team has to go okay cool so Aaron for this or this this 
uh, uh, undetermined future with Jordan Love, a quarterback that we just haven't seen very much. And a bunch of stuff. Is that a better path forward? And and how much stuff is the right amount of stuff to say, you know what, all this other, you know, the, the, the machinations and that, all that stuff, it's not worth it. I don't want to deal with it. We'd rather have three first round picks and Jerry Judy and Justin Simmons and um, you, you go from there. But you want you want all sides to have all the information and then you come to this. And, and look, some fans are going to disagree. There are already fans that are going either you're back or GTFO. Totally, totally fine. Totally reasonable position to be in, in my opinion. But not everyone's going to be there. Not everyone's going to be there. And that's okay too. So I don't think that that is not the prudent way forward for the team. It cannot be either you're with us or against us mentality for the team because they have to do what's best for this team, not only in 2022, but in 2023, 2024, 2025 and beyond. And you need to have all the information before you can do that. And again, the Packers, we, we talked about this all last off season. The Packers have the leverage in this situation. He's under contract. So is Devontae. Well, Devontae Adams is until, you know, the new league year. But they can tag him if they want. So they have the cards here. How do they fall? We'll see. Today's episode is brought to you by GetUpside, an incredible app that you should be using if you buy gas because you're just gonna you're just gonna go to the gas station and pay full price at the pump right now, given what it costs to fill up your tank. I just spent a fortune filling up my tank. But you know what? You know how you can make it a little easier? Get cash back using GetUpside. And if you download GetUpside in the App Store, Google, Google Play, use, use the promo code touchdown. You'll get 25 cents per gallon or more on your first fill up cash back. Don't pay full price at the pump. It's crazy expensive. You can get your money back anytime. PayPal, e-gift card, Amazon, right into your bank account if that's what you want. Promo code touchdown and you get 25 cents per gallon off on that first tank of gas. All right, we have a ton of content coming from you, coming for you this week um, from Los Angeles. I am here. We are going to be at Radio Row all week. There are some Packers who are going to be there, um, some other players and and people who I think you might find interesting. And so we have a ton, a ton, a ton, a ton, a metric ton of content coming this week. Be sure to be there with us for all of it. Follow me on Twitter, Peter underscore Bukowski. Follow the podcast on Twitter, Locked on Packers. Like us on Facebook, subscribe to the podcast, iTunes, Spotify, Google Podcasts, wherever you find podcasts, you will find Locked on Packers. And anytime you want to hit us up on the Locked on Packers fan hotline, you can do that 920-341-3775 to stay Locked on Packers.